Oh, yes, we are live. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Swahili Sunday. I know if you're watching this right now, it's a little bit earlier than I normally do it because I am in Kenya. So we have Layla here, who's usually on um, whatever video. And then Dorcas, who's the leader hi. in Kipsongo. And then this is Frank from Amani Radio and TV. Hi, hi, hi. Of course, I'm Elkana. So if you're watching this after the fact, thanks so much for watching. We just wanted to uh, give you an update on what we're doing here. And they're going to try to teach me some Swahili. And you can all laugh at, at my mm, struggle to pronunciate, enunciate. brought with me. Oh, see if it did that. Uh, so it may cut out back and forth. We're getting ready to have some rain. That just is what happens here. And uh, so this here little thing is uh, Maluka mosquito repellent. It's an all natural species in here. So the mosquitoes uh, they've been attacking me. I've been having fights at night. <laughs> you, get, you think you get them all out, so I got a mosquito net. You think you get them all out, and then you lay down and start to go to sleep, and then the next thing you hear is... <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> I didn't spray it on me last night here, and I got bit this morning. So this has been uh, very good. So if you ever go to Kenya, get this. It's, uh, it's deep free, so it's all natural, and it really works. So I, Gave some to Layla and she likes it too. So anyway, I wanted to introduce you to Dorcas, who's who is the leader over the ladies. She's the Kipsongo manager and wanted her to share a little bit of her story and, and what they're doing here with baskets and beads and Layla. My name is Dorka Siris. I live in Kipsongo. Before we started Basket and Beads, um, we had a street. Um, most of us, we used to go to the street. Uh, we used to go and pick uh, from a dust. Then we used to go and pick food and uh, for, to feed our kids. And most of our kids, we uh, got them on the street or we gave birth on the street. Uh, because most of us, we have different, most of our kids have different fathers, others three, others four. So uh, one day they met with me and I was just asking them if there's something they know to food. They used to ask uh, just for food. They would ask anybody for money for food. So Madam so that's when we started discussing that even if people give you food every day, that's not going to help you. So just um, let's find out what you can do and then we can start from there. And so that's when they told me they can make beads and they learned the skills from Catholic. Was it a Catholic nuns? Yeah. There was a Catholic missions that came, so they taught them how to make the beads. So group And then that's when we started the group. We were just they were just five ladies. But at first they didn't even believe in the group or they didn't even see that group taking them anywhere because they were used to be given and that's it. Then um, we, I, we taught them how to start saving. And uh, they also learned about stable banking. They can 
borrow money and pay back. But at first it was really challenging because even at first they would take the money and some of them will not pay back. But we didn't give up. And we kept learning and learning. And then uh, now we at least we know more. Uh, after Apple, Madam Leila Katu, my late Dona Katia Likuja to come Karibisha to come with the Zah, the Tupo, Enaka, Akafraya Kazi. So the first time we met with the Dona, she just she had came with the team, so she saw what we were doing. She just came as a visitor and we just welcomed her and she saw what we were doing. Sawa mara nyingi wasiwengi walikuwa wanakuja nikununua tofauti kama hiyo siku lakini hakuna mmoja atakutafutia hata soko peke yake because uh, in the past we have seen so many people coming they will just buy our beads and go so we thought it was the same with Ndona she will just buy our beads and that will be it but we believe it's God who sent her to us kwa sababu hakuna mtu anaweza kuprovide chakula kila mwezi because what she's do, she has done for us and she's still doing, nobody can do it. She buys our beads, she looks for market, and she also encourages us. And we thank God for her. And also we thank you guys who are encouraging her and helping her and also buying our beads. Because we also need you guys and we need you to support that's Layla's little boy in the background, so he's he does he wants to be on camera with everybody. <laughs> this is Gigi. Say hi. Gigi. Oh, no. Hi. He's like I don't know. Um, Frank, why don't you share a little bit? We're here at, at a place called Amani Radio and TV, and I'm staying here. Amani means faith in Swahili. Right. And so share a little bit about, about there's a chapel here, there's places to stay, there's um, programs, they do uh, internet and TV and radio. So share a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Uh, so, yeah. At a place called Imani, Imani Radio and TV, a small media house uh, located in Kenya, Kitale region. As she said, we have um, guest houses here, we have a radio station, we do broadcast live every day on TV, Facebook page, Imani Television. The in uh, uh yeah and uh, it was live and so that's what we do day to day here we uh at media house and then uh we broadcast we do news and we receive guests like Eldona here so we are glad to have everybody who's watching with us tonight <laughs> morning uh, in us morning, like, yeah and, early uh, there yeah you could pay us a visit we really love guests yeah, and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Kenya time, which is 9 a.m. California time, Frank is going to interview me about my book, Think Like a Negotiator. So we're going to be talking yeah. negotiation. <laughs> but today we're talking about baskets and beads. Frank, do you have anything you want to ask? Um, maybe for the people who may not really understand, maybe like me, um, you know, the whole concept of basket and beads, and we were discussing about that the, the previous on the previous episode, and um, maybe for someone who didn't watch. Market. 
like from when I first started. Yes. Yeah. Well, so like Dorcas was saying, I came and I visited. I visited with a team brought by Pastor Steve Rutenbar, who's been coming to Kenya for over 20 years. And I felt I felt God's spirit in Kenya. I'm like, okay, I'll go. I don't know why. So we went to a lot of different places. I'm a professional speaker, so he was wanting me to share my story of strength, hope, and empowerment with people. So I was sharing my story everywhere we went. And then we went to Kipsongo, where I met Dorcas and the uh, other ladies. And that I was, I saw what they were doing. And one of the ladies gifted me with a paper bead necklace. And then there were beads around. And I thought, wow, this is cool. And then I found out somebody else had given them a micro loan. And that person had kind of disappeared. And I, I woke up in the middle of the night with this God-inspired idea to buy some beads and sell them when I was speaking. So called me, God's called me to do something with these women too. And it was like the same, we've been given kind of the same mission at the same time, roughly. So by the way, you guys, uh, for those who are watching, you might not be able to see this, but whatever she's dressed, um, will oh. be able to stand up for yeah. people to see. <laughs> Talk about that. Look at you go. Yeah, this is uh, this was made by Bintia, who is uh, a designer who makes the the small um, mini clutch purses. Let me let me pull up. So that they can see you. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> and of course, I have a, this is called the Layla, which is made by the ladies and it matches. So, yeah, when in Kenya, of course, I'll wear this home too. When in Kenya, look, uh, look very Kenyan. Oh, back this way. That? That? Yeah. So, when in Kenya, look. Look Kenyan, but I wear this at home as well. But the interesting thing was fifty headbands we got. Like fifty headbands. And this one here, which matches the skirt, was the only one like it. And I saw it and mine. So <laughs> this one belongs to me. So uh, I took the beads back and started speaking and more beads and more beads. And then we started, the, I think about 2019, this is this one, you all presented this one and said, oh, we, we, this is a new style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's, there's, we have all different styles. If you go to basketsofbeadskenya.com, you can see. This one you won't see yet because this is, we have this style, but not this color. I got a lot of new colors that are coming back. That haven't been loaded on the website yet so that's kind of how it all got started and it's just grown from there started a nonprofit, and during covid obviously i pulled out of two stores because i couldn't make rent in those two stores i'm in one store and online but sales went down because of covid so uh, on the other hand through the nonprofit, then Love it when that happens. We provided <laughs> shoes and clothing, and it's all because of people who've been moved to donate. So if you're listening and you've donated, we appreciate you. Uh, we're still working. To, we have a couple of. Uh, we're looking to develop a, more programs to be able to make sure all the kids get in school. And then Layla came up with a great idea of women's empowerment conference because the ladies now that they're together, they're strong, they have confidence. They're, they're building their businesses, and they're going to Maybe share let's that. talk about that for a minute, because last time when we were doing the show, she was not there. No. And, and, and perhaps, let me ask you, uh, Leila, about uh, baskets and beads. Uh, from your perspective, how important is it to the women, to the local women here? Uh, it's, basket and beads, it's really important to the local women, because like Dorka said, when I found them, they were used to 
just being given food. All they wanted was food for today. Like they didn't think about the future or generation. You know, we started thinking of the, their children, what will happen to them, you know, and we wanted to break that poverty cycle, you know, because their parents lived in the same place, took so long in that poverty. Some of, most of them didn't go to school. They lived on the streets, ending up to be street kids. So I was like, you have this skill that you can make really nice beads. All you need is, you know, just some structure because they had the skill. The only thing they needed was the structure. And I was like, once we work together, we can do that. We can, you know, even before meeting Eldona, now we didn't, we were like, let's try and see if we can sell it locally. But now we were like, how do we lift each other up? So that's when the savings started and the table banking. Because we were like, they are able to borrow small money and build their business. Because even their business, they will sell everything and eat the whole money. So they, it wasn't a business. It was like, I have bits, I sell it, and I use all the money. So that's how we started. you know it enables them like now they can speak like you've seen them they can speak in front of people they are able to express themselves because on top of being poor and all the down on them mm. it was like if you tell somebody about kipsongo women it was like you know <laughs> you just you know you're wasting your time i even told them the first time that lady gave us some money to start the table banking you know, I was told, just go and have lunch. Because if you give this money to these ladies, that's the end of mm. it, you know? And for me, I was like, I want to prove that person wrong. I want to prove that women, once women come together, and, you know, you tell them they're doing it for their kids. Mm -hmm. Women are stronger than anything else. And they proved me right, you know? I gave them the money, and even I told them, people out here, they say you people will not do anything you run away with this man <laughs> and also it's changing their life and it's changed their life okay before, before i bring uh, bring the <laughs> program back to you uh let's talk about the future well for just a minute um where is the future for baskets and boots both of you can answer. And our five-year plan is to be able to, and we're praying it's sooner than five years, is to be able to buy some land, build a manufacturing area, because they're manufacturing in their homes. And here, the last three days at Imani, they've got the sewing machines here, and we've been working here. So they don't have a place for them to work. So we want a manufacturing facility. We want real housing, because I'll let um, Dorcas describe how their houses are. I've talked about it before, but I'd like, love to hear it from her perspective. I mean, they don't have like a kitchen or a bathroom. I want them to be able to have that, to give that to their children. And then we're, we're wanting to have a farm so they can grow their own food and then maybe sell some. So it's multiple streams of income. Everybody in the U.S. entrepreneurs are always told have multiple of the empowerment conferences maybe people will pay us to come and empower their groups who knows but the the main thing is to get them a place where they can leave the sewing mm. machines and all their materials and just come in there and work and then lock it up and then go to their homes mm. and kind of, kind of have a real a, a community mm. uh, yeah that's all we want and also just to train other women because now they they where they are, they're already way ahead. Mm -hmm. So all we want is to train other women, to bring other women for them to learn the skills, like to grow basket and beads, not just the, the 30 ladies that we have, but hundreds of ladies, to just bring more ladies and empower them. So, yeah. And perhaps with different, we talked about different things like 
hair salon and yeah. other skills that they can learn. So, so maybe everybody can't make beads, but somebody can, can maybe be a teacher or somebody can maybe uh, work in a salon or what, whatever. Mm -hmm. Somebody can do something. So we just ways to develop different types of um, industries so that they All opportunities possible for them, but I'd really love to for Dorcas to explain what Isongo yeah. song, is like. Okay. Isongo, mara kwanza kama bado majukuja kisongo ilikuwa mumazimetengenezwa. Back in Kisongo, they used to live in paper bag. Their houses were made of paper bags. Na kwa hizo majumba ilikuwa ni and it was really dangerous for them because sometimes you forget the fire there and the house catches on fire with the kids inside. So, wakati Steve alikuja alikuwa akiziona hizo manyumba alikuwa na hizo chumata kuna wakati ya nana ndani hizo manyumba. So, there was a time that Pastor Steve started going to Kipsongo and he started helping them make, um, change the plastic houses into the mud houses they have. But now the, the houses is the, that they built, it's just one room. So that's how they live. Like if you have many kids, they just sleep on the floor. So you have to divide that one room into the um, bedroom where the kids sleep. And also they don't have um, a shower or a toilet inside the house. So they don't have a toilet. So they go to the, there's a, school nearby so there's a field there so there is they use the field as uh, taking a shower there is a river around there so they go to the river so that river is where they shower they wash their clothes and they get the drinking water because they have pumps inside the, the slum but it's not working they um, they are being sold the water i call it the water mafia somebody taking over locks it up i have pictures somewhere i think in the blog locks it up and if you want water you got to pay yeah. That wasn't the intention when that was set up, but somebody I like within Kipsongo. <laughs> but they have hope and you know they're just praying because they are like they were once on the streets, like living living and sleeping on the streets. So they've made a step. Now they're at least living in, they're somewhere they can sleep under a roof. So they know our dream, you know, baskets and beads plan and dream, we, they will get there, they have that hope. Yeah, so that's where you all come in. Let's see if I can take it off real quick and show. Day. One day it takes to make this. And so you, instead of going to some place where you can get some cheap jewelry that maybe people were made uh, working in slavery to make, these women are getting fair trade prices for this. And the more it helps them be able to build their businesses. So this is one of the colors that's coming soon, but it's on me, so this one's mine. But uh, I do have more, so I have a lot of really pretty colors coming. <laughs> but yeah, our dream, so you know, 
they, they say in Kenya, poli poli, step by step, slowly. And it's all, I know it's all in God's time and he'll bless it. He's blessed us so far. There, there are a lot of new opportunities opening up. But one of the things we did uh, this time was some product development. The last, we also did some modeling photo shoots. So you're going to see on the website some of the ladies wearing the, the beads. We had a, a fun photo shoot, which I was looking at the pictures. They're beautiful. And so those will be coming soon out. Did everybody have fun? Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things we did was product development. And we're, everybody there who has a dog, some of you may put bandanas on your dogs. So we, it took a minute to get this all figured out, but we, this is the, the first one we sort of had as a sample. Was somebody was working on, and we had to, they had to take some time to fix it. But this is, there it comes in three different sizes. So we've got this color, and then these, the small, medium, large, and extra large. And so if you have a small dog, this one we made reversible. You can see it this way, and this way is this beautiful um, African prints. So if it's small dog, medium dog, large dog, and extra large dog. This is like Gracie, my son's dog. You may have seen pictures of her. So little bandanas, I know a lot of people like that for their dogs, so we're going to be I'm bringing a lot of those back. But we're working on other um, colors. So right now they've started to cut this one. This one's going to be one-sided, so it's both sides like this. This is kind of a lavendery pink, I guess. And then this one is a red and black. I got all these uh, in Nairobi. Layla and I went shopping and got those. And then a, a blue, not quite a navy blue, but a really pretty blue with some different color leaves on it. So that those are going to be some. And we have some more, and we're also making some table mats and with placemats, a, ta a table runner, placemats, and napkins. Yeah, Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> you like those? You want a, you want a table runner? He likes beads. He's a fan of baskets of beads. Yeah. So we're we've uh, we still have some more work. One more day of sewing. And as many as we get done, I'll be bringing back and then they'll work on the rest and ship them. But I will have some. So if you see, if you like this color or the pink, you see this, I'm going to, we're taking pre-orders so you can get one. Uh, we keep doing product development to create different things that'll sell. We have some different style necklaces that I'm bringing back. And what else, do we do anything else new? We've been doing so much. I think the uh, the Aculeo I got in a couple different, and this we have, but this is new colors. There's this style and then there's one that's, it's like two colors. I can't even describe how they're intricately woven together. They look really beautiful. Can't wait to show this to you, so. Um, that's what we've been working on and what we'll be working on for the next few days. I'd love to stay longer. Unfortunately, I have to go back eventually. <laughs> <laughs> this is my second home here in Kenya. Yeah. Oh, Gigi. Mm. Gigi, do you all want me to go? He <laughs> got quiet. He's just looking. I, I have to post some pictures. I got accosted by 150 kids yesterday. <laughs> I was so you can't see like behind. There's all they didn't have that many kids. Where did all those kids come from? And I came out the door, and what I was told later by one of the adults was that most of those kids have never seen a Mzungu white person except on TV. So they saw me and they were just like, they wanted to fist bump and then I, then more 
away from their program, so I'd better go. And I went up there, and I was surrounded. It was great. So uh, we had a lot of fun taking photos, and they were touching my hair because it's, <laughs> it's different, and it's so white now. But, um, yeah, that was fun. So that was something that I did. But um, any Frank, you got any other things that you Yeah, know? maybe something uh, you forgot to mention, some of uh, of uh, of the materials are waxed. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, this is cotton. All these that I showed you are the cotton. We do have some wax prints. Yeah, ex explain that process. Anybody who knows about that, because I I have no idea about that. Yeah, it's works. just a coating. It's a like my skirt is a, a wax. Um, this is a soft cotton and it's very soft and the, the wax print is uh, kind of shiny and a little bit stiffer on and so we're going to have some of those are going to have a, a more of a cotton or fab softer fabric backing to it so when it's on the, the dog that's right. yeah interesting yeah so this one my, my son has a dog named Gracie I think this she'll be modeling this one <laughs> yeah so so if you uh you see me walking around with gracie and you'd be like where did you get that i'll, I'll have it in my bag and i'll say well i happen to have some here <laughs> yeah some here and i'm going to take her to the dog park i saw somebody go to the dog park and dogs run around let them go and they had their dog had one and everybody was saying oh where'd you get that oh i love that so when they say that to me i'll be like yeah, somewhere here. Let's see what size this picture dog. Yes, I like my kids. Yes, I'm back. How did the whole idea of Swahili Sunday begin? Well, I did I did three lives a week. I did Tea Time Tuesday, which was an interview series, and and because I work a corporate job, I had to drop something. To do that, and then uh, Friday I do something called Fair Trade Friday Live Shopping, so where I show a product of the week and let people shop, and then Swahili Sunday was just kind of sharing some inspiration, motivation, and then the Swahili word or phrase of the week. So mm -hmm. I would find a word and I'd look it up in mm -hmm. Swahili and I'd share it and mm -hmm. yeah sometimes there was a phrase but mostly it's just Did the word. Did people respond to, to, to you? People maybe laughing, people maybe making fun? Yeah Layla laughs at me all the time because <laughs> I attempt to pronounce Swahili words. No but I it, because I'm a, a motivational speaker and I speak on negotiation and leadership Uh, whatever. So, for instance, one of my favorite proverbs is kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. And I always talk about that. I talk about that more than once because your self-talk is so important. If if kind words, the words that you say to someone are like honey and they're good for your body, what are unkind words? Mm. Unkind words do the opposite. It's not good for your body and it's not good for the, the people. But a lot of times... So I sh I'll share something like that. So I'll just finish that. A lot of times people um, say unkind things to themselves. Their self-talk is not good. So like, you know, oh, just no good. Oh, nobody cares about me. Oh, this is never going to work. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I'm frustrated, whatever. You have to watch that because that can internalize and, and bring you down and make you feel like, oh, I'm just defeated. But if you, if you, especially having faith, like I'm walking by faith, I know that I was called by God to do this. You know, I'm not, I'm not doubting and I'm not beating myself up. And so I feel better inside about myself. 
Now that's, you know, we talked about that during our interview. You mentioned something about, uh, um, I, I think the question that I asked was, how do women then in Kenya realize uh, themselves? How do they make themselves better? You said something about uh, words of affirmation. And you say your personal transformation process uh, was you I can't remember the exact thing. The, the life changing procedure. Yeah. Yeah, I should have, I should get that translated. Now I just had an idea. I should get that translated into Swahili. Because it's something that you say to yourself. And I actually when I was in church today, it kind of came in my spirit that I should take that to my mirror and start doing that again. And um, I I think I'll, I'll get Layla to help me translate that into Swahili so the ladies can have a copy of it because it's it's so important what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then another thing about empowerment, like like Yes, it's just, you know, <laughs> don't know, don't know. But then now they're they and part of what empowerment is for them and any group of women is when you break down those barriers of distrust and know that each other has your back. Mm. So they they know that they're there for each other. I'm in of course it's women and men, my veterans group at church. And if any of you are listening, I'm talking about you guys. And, and the few women that are in there, because military veterans, um, they when we get out of the military, sometimes we feel alone, like nobody's there to help us. But that group, they're a praying group too, and uh, we have each other's backs. Like I broke my wrist in December, I fell, and my wrist was broken, my knee was messed up. Every day, somebody came to help me, mostly from that group. Because I couldn't, I couldn't walk for three weeks. I couldn't feed the. I couldn't open a can of cat food. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't bend down to clean the cat box. Or when you know that you have, when other people have your back and you can call on them for anything, that's real empowerment. And that's what's happened with baskets of beads. Interesting. All right, so do we do Swahili praises now? Oh, now that Leila is here. Swahili word. Swahili words. Um, how do we do it? Uh, well, so uh, the one the one phrase that I've talked about, I didn't even hear how to pronounce it, extra grace required. <laughs> okay. Extra grace required. You need to have grace for other people. Well, is that a hard one? Let's say uh, you translate. <laughs> <laughs> extra grace required. Extra meaning of Grace my good name. What's grace? Grace is name. Name. Say that right. Like and. Ah, oh, give me a break. <laughs> Is it moi? No, name just a name. Name Right. Ma, like ma. Right. Name right. I said it right. Yeah, well. So extra ningi. Ningi zaiti. Name zaiti. Bimbi, yeah, like Nema Zaiti. Eh? I thought you just say it's actually a, a surprise word in Kiswahili. Oh, like uh, it's an exclamation. Like when someone says something surprising, you eh? So Nema Zaiti, Nema Zaiti, Zaiti. <laughs> see, I need to see it written down. I think it's like because I'm a visual learner. Nema. Ningi. Well, let me just write it down. <laughs> You're coming with a pen.
I, I saw some, uh, I've seen a couple of Kenyan names, um, Swahili names in fact, being named to, you know, people uh, upstate, people um, in the States. Like I've seen, um, yeah, Kenya. Yeah, I actually have met Kenya. Two, two different people, two different women named Kenya. Right. And I know that the, the most famous one is Kenya uh, from the real houses. You know, some short. Oh. Um, and then I've met was Imani. There's, there's someone called Imani. Oh, that's. <laughs> so this was a. Hey, maybe if I get a dog, I'll, that's what I'll name the dog Imani. <laughs> Interesting. Well, well, okay, so. You know, we we've watched The Lion King for years. Right, Simba. Nobody ever knew Simba meant lion. At least I didn't. I was like, I was like, I had a it was here. I had a, a Swahili little school book that had the English and the Swahili. Simba means lion in Swahili, so I... <laughs> I think the most common phrase uh, lion king is Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Uh, and Rafiki, does that mean friend? Right. Yeah, Rafiki right. was uh, the... the okay. Should I give you your glasses? No, I, I, I'm okay close up. The glasses are far away. So, mm -hmm. so like over there, I'm like, who's over there? Nema. 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 Mm -hmm. Zaidi. Nema. Zaidi. Nema. Ina. 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 Zaidi. Ina. 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 Extra grace required. Extra grace required. So you've heard me talk about that before. Extra grace required. We have to have grace for us. Extra grace required for this thing that keeps cutting out. <laughs> the, it's going to rain eventually, I think, and it seems like the, the closer the rain gets, and then when it rains, the internet isn't that great. So we're grateful that we've been on with just a few. Back. Gigi, you want to be on camera? Huh? <laughs> so any, any last things anybody wants to share? For us, I think I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the support. You know, thank you to your daughter for everything. Like we say, you know, it's good because you don't have to do this. You know, that's what I keep reminding myself. It's like it's God's grace and it's God doing this through you. And you just want to say thank you in person. I know I always write thank you, but the ladies appreciate it. That's, that's the one thing that is unquestionable. We appreciate everything you do, all the effort you do. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know how this lady does it. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. <laughs> it's almost something. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, you do a lot. I'm like, I'll go crazy. But we appreciate the effort and everything that you put. And even building this, because God brought you here because he knew you are the right person for this. And we just thank God for you and everybody who supports us, who love us, who pray for us, you know. We just want to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm just so appreciative. You, you guys have become another family to me. And, and to know I can go somewhere where I'm loved and cared about. 
Because I have no, I have a sister who lives way on the East Coast. I hardly ever see her. And my kids are grown and it's like, back up and, and it's just knowing that I'm coming here and I'm so happy and I'm happy being here. I just love you all so much. It's so evident because even even when we were doing the interview, you, you were so, so um, quick to say that I miss this life. And you couldn't wait to come back and here you are. Yeah, yeah, and here I am and we're, we're uh, just working they work so hard they have a great work ethic and that's what's amazing that you know there's people here in u.s that don't have a very good work ethic and be like that's mm -hmm. eh, too much work i don't want to do that but they have such a great work ethic they, they're hard working they're dedicated i place an order they're like and if something's wrong it's like oh we'll fix it they fix it like the, the way we all work together on this measuring and cutting and sewing so some people were cutting some people were sewing some people were pressing we were measuring and working it all out they made patterns and uh, we started we started working and um, it's If you have an event, and uh, I have a flyer almost complete, if you have an event that's coming up, don't waste your money and buy one of those uh, lanyards that just ends up in the landfill. Mm. Buy a paper bead lanyard. Mm. Where's your paper bead? Yeah. Uh, paper bead, and we'll make it where one thing has more beads, so the little uh, badge holder will hook on. This is sustainable. This is made out of paper. All those, all those nylon badge holders that most people have, if they don't take them back, they end up in the landfill. So that's this is keeping the real, uh, things out of the landfill. If somebody doesn't want to wear one of these, they can give it as a gift. So then it's passed on. It can be in your brand colors. We've had one order uh, in their brand colors that they're working on right now. I'll be bringing back with me. So um, PM me about that if you're interested. You're going to hear more about that real soon. So that's... That's another thing we're working on. So we're working on many different products. And these women are entrepreneurs. They have their own business. They work together. They're, they're like a little mastermind group that they spinning around. Some of them make you know these beads or the other beads. Everybody has their own talent. Everybody pretty much makes paper beads, but all these opportunities enable them to actually be uh, sustainable. We were almost, we're getting very close to sustainability. And now we're working to get back there to sustainability. If you're in uh, local to Long Beach, visit, visit the Baskets and Beads space at Fairtrade Long Beach. Shout out to Fairtrade Long Beach. And uh, there's, I'm there with over 20, I think 25 partners we're up to now. It's local and global, handmade, handcrafted items. So support fair trade. It may be a little bit more expensive because you have to consider the things. There's the product and then the shipping and the other business expenses that work out in there. But in the long run, you're helping people earn an income that wouldn't otherwise have an income to earn. So consider that when you're, uh, when you're doing your shopping for yourself, for gifts, for anything. Right. We have some comments there. Maybe we, we, as we finish, let me just... Yeah, I don't have my glasses on, uh, so I can't... That's early there. Hey, Elizabeth. All right. Thanks for your support. She's Someone says, good morning, God. Good morning, Ciceldon and my sisters, a Facebook user, and then Cheryl Rush. Ah, yes, Cheryl. Love the ideas of the bead time use language. Yeah, yeah. So Cheryl is uh, an accredited speaker in Toastmasters, as am I. We're both professional speakers. Uh, Cheryl and I co-authored a book called Heart of the Military Woman. She created the Heart Book series, and I was published my first time ever in a book was her Heart of a Woman in Business book. Mm -hmm. And then... Actually, God put it on my heart that 
approach her to do a book about military women. It started out part of a woman in uniform and ended up being part of a military woman. And it's um, dozens and dozens of stories by foreign about military women. So she and I both attend a lot of conferences and you see that you see this waste. It, People will walk out with their badge. Nobody keeps them. There's a few people that collect them, but most of them, yeah, it goes in the trash or it sits around for a while and they're like, I don't need this. So it's made. Yeah, so hey, Cheryl. Thanks. All right. So um, maybe as we now finish up, maybe each of us will go around and say a Swahili word that maybe people want to know, starting from the Lana. <laughs> so. Over here, who? Well, my favorite phrase is Mungu ni mwema kila siku. God is good. Means? God is good every day or all the time. God bless you and encourages you. That's what it means. Uh, I know you keep saying this all the time, but now Apenda, I love you all. Yeah. So is it? Is it because I, I, the K is not really pronounced, right? Now no, now Napenda, it's just you singular, but now singular. Oh, okay. But now now Napenda, now Napenda is everybody. Oh, now Napenda. I'm thinking of something new. Mama, you're all good. Gigi, Gigi, want to say what is your Swahili word? <laughs> well everybody that is a wrap for today i i so um appreciate everybody back there and i here so i'll i'd like to stay a little longer but uh i will be afterwards we're taking some r and r before i come back because i'm telling you since the start and when i returned february 2020 was the last time i was here and i pretty much only had a couple days off here and there since then when i was off over christmas i was in a cast and i couldn't walk so i just sat there in pain so that wasn't any fun so this is going to be my first time just kind of taking some time to really relax and i'm planning on doing it <laughs> yeah. Kick back with my feet up right. and then, you know, oh, serve me, serve oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thank you all. And again, if you see a couple of these, if you're interested, PM me. It would be great to be able to tell the lady. Nine a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Seven p.m. 7 p.m. Kenya time. Think like a negotiator. And that'll be on the, the what is the page? Imani? Imani Television, Kenya. So, That's the page. Yeah, Imani, Imani Television. There to hear me talk about how to think like a negotiator, which is my expertise, as everybody knows. And uh, they, they found that out, some of the contractors I'm working with on my job now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's about that's a wrap, and uh, I'll say Nakupenda because I'm Nakupenda to whoever individually is listening to this, but Nakupenda for everybody. And uh, have a great day there Sunday. I had a great day at church today. Now a great time here, and going to have some more fun. So uh, see you. Awesome sauce. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.